On today's episode, we are going to take a closer look at Infineon, and they are planning to build the world's largest 200 millimeter silicon carbide fab in Malaysia. To kind of explain a little bit more of what's happening here is Billy. Uh, good afternoon, Billy. Sending it your way. Let us know what's happening. Okay. Everyone is very much on board with the artificial intelligence boom. There's a second big trend in semiconductors besides AI that I have been increasingly fascinated with this year, and that is the silicon carbide races. For those who don't know, silicon carbide, real quickly, is a novel type of material, which is kind of hard to produce, but has um, excellent thermal dissipation qualities and high conductivity. So the thinking is silicon carbide chips are going to take off in the years ahead for electric vehicles and electric utility infrastructure, um, along with gallium nitride. But silicon carbide is one for these real high intensity, high temperature, high conductivity applications. Uh, there's some crazy growth rates that have been anticipated for the silicon carbide market. And um, looks like Infineon, which is one of the largest chip makers in the world, you might not have heard of it, it is based in Germany. They recently announced that they are so confident they are going to build the largest silicon carbide fab in the world. Uh, it's actually an expansion of <clears throat> a current fab that is underway. Um, they recently decided to take it up a notch, actually several notches. Uh, so they announced this fab in Malaysia in February 2022. Looks like they're going to greatly increase their investment in uh, this Malaysia plant, and it will be the largest silicon carbide fab in the world when it comes online. Uh, phase one started in 2022, is on track for mid-2024. Looks like this announcement uh, is going to start in 2027. Uh, now, for those wondering, uh, that's kind of a big commitment. Uh, Infineon got 1 billion euros in prepayments, and there's 5 billion of customer commitments uh, backing this. So the company feels very confident in making these investments, um, which goes to show you how much all of these um uh, automotive companies are clamoring for silicon carbide chips as well as um, uh, solar manufacturers, inverter uh, producers. I think Solar Edge was one of, uh, they're a solar inverter company. They're one of the companies making um, a customer commitment, as is Ford and a bunch of Chinese um, car companies as well. Uh, are just part of the consortium, I guess, that's basically committing to buying, buying these chips when they're ready several years from now. So that just goes to show you the, the long-term planning and the, the long-term demand that's pretty much secured for this new type of material. Um, so Infineon says these investments, when they're all done, will support 7 billion euros of revenue by the end of this decade. That's going to be this fab, as well as I think they have another silicon carbide fab already up and going in Austria, um, which is smaller. Uh, this is going to greatly enhance that. Um, Infineon is, again, a huge company. <clears throat> I think they guided for 16.2 billion euros in revenue this year. 
mostly across power chips, uh, microcontrollers, analog, all that stuff. Very high exposure to auto and industrial, like some of my other favorites. They are targeting 30% market share of the silicon carbide market by the end of this decade. Uh, that is huge. There's probably six or seven companies that are going after this market in earnest right now. Uh, we talked about Wolfspeed, uh, OnSemi, um, I think uh, uh, ST Microelectronics is another <coughs> European company, but Infineon's the largest, and they claim uh, they have some proprietary trench technology that they like to talk about with silicon carbide, and Malaysia... Uh, I, from what I picked up from some other semiconductor companies that are also building there, is that it really has rock bottom costs, and good a good uh, technical talent in the country as well. I guess it's sort of like the new Taiwan. Um, since Taiwan has blown up, it's actually become a little bit more expensive there. So a lot of these companies are moving to Malaysia. Um, I think Lam Research has a new Malaysia plant coming online, and some others too. Uh, very low costs there, which is why. The Infineon believes this should be the lowest cost silicon carbide um, factory in the world. Um, I think if you go to the next slide, there's a little bit more here, Jose. Yeah. Um, here they talk about their supply uh, and cold split. So the, the silicon carbide wafers, they're actually, I think they might produce some on their own, but they're, they actually are getting the wafers from other suppliers. Uh, they took more than five qualified silicon carbide wafer suppliers so that they can make the chips on it. Um, then they talk about this proprietary cold split technology and trench technology, which I tried to read up on, but I couldn't find much in time. I'm going to probably go back to that. Um, also, they have some packaging technology. And uh, again, they're the biggest player with lots of experience in power semiconductors. Um, I uh, put this quote up there from Discover the world of semiconductors without getting lost in the technical jargon. My new membership offers a perfect balance for investors looking to understand this exciting market. Using my electrical engineering knowledge and experience, I will release weekly exclusive videos ranging from quick 5-minute 101s to in-depth analysis, covering not just popular chip stocks, but aiming to explore every public semiconductor. Plus, join the private community of like-minded investors. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. From the uh, earnings report, this accelerating growth is clearly above the projections of many market researchers and also we had in the past. So oh, well. the signs are that silicon carbide demand is kind of blowing up. Um, again, it's not going to come online for a couple of years, but all this stuff is coming. So um, Infineon, kind of interesting. It trades around like 16 times earnings. Um, it's making these big investments, so cash flow is lower than earnings. But uh, an interesting company to keep your eye on. Uh, I think I've talked about some other uh, of the players in silicon carbide in the U.S. in the past, but Infineon, I think, is the biggest with the best scale at the moment. It's sort of hard to tell. The, the silicon carbide wars are just sort of getting underway here. 
So it's definitely something for investors to uh, monitor. And uh, did I have a third? I think I had a third slide here. Uh, yeah, so recent earnings. The stock actually sold off recently after its earnings report. Uh, the Q4 guidance came in a little light, but that was completely due to the consumer segment, uh, which remains in the dumps as anyone who's following the PC and smartphone markets and China exposure can tell. Um, but the other segments in green infrastructure and autos is still going well. It's just consumers was a little bit weaker than anticipated. But the company actually, even though it gave soft guidance for the quarter ahead, Infineon actually raised its long-term uh, growth and margin targets. Oh, nice. So given that the stock sold off, could be an interesting opportunity. I might. I think I'm going to look at this a little closer. They increased their revenue growth targets uh, for greater than 10%, up from 9%, and their margin targets to 25%, up from 19%. Uh, free cash flow margin is lower at 10 to 15%, uh, up from uh, prior roughly 13% target. So kind of interesting. It's a German company. If you're comfortable investing in European companies, this is an interesting one. Again, it's the sort of specialized trailing edge power chip kind of players that are all doing fairly well this year because of auto and industrial markets are sort of doing better than consumer. But, uh, but you know, it sold off and it raised its long-term targets. And um, if it does become the lowest cost supplier of silicon carbide, could be pretty attractive towards the end of this decade. I know it's hard to, it's, it's a long time. <laughs> We're only in 2023. But uh, uh, anyway, the announcement of this fab and, you know, just booming silicon carbide demand is I wanted to bring to investors' attention. Yeah, definitely, Billy. I mean, we're getting a lot of kind of emerging markets in this uh, from obviously EV, um, electrification, uh, infrastructure as well. Uh, so definitely a, def uh, a nice growth opportunity. It's pretty interesting to see them kind of raise their long-term uh, financial target. Uh, like most of us here in the semiconductor market, we do know that, hey, that consumer end market uh, is still a little bit weaker than, than maybe expected for the second, even for the second half of this year. Um, but overall, uh, I, I want to say for a lot of these semiconductor companies, it seems like they are evolving or transitioning to maybe not a big player right now, but transitioning to other avenues outside of just the typical consumer end space where maybe right now we're still getting hit by it, but maybe in future years, it's not going to be as big of an issue as it is now. Um, so Billy, I don't have too much to share here. Any final thoughts on your end before I close out the topic? Uh, no, just uh, everyone's obsessed with AI, but do not ignore silicon carbide and gallium nitride uh, those will be some high growth markets for several years as well. Definitely, Billy. And I think that was already a great title idea. Everybody's obsessed with AI, but don't forget about silicon carbide. Um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, Billy, thank you. Appreciate it. I know the viewers appreciate it. And see you next time.